Welcome, wellness warriors. Welcome to another episode where we are amplifying the wellness warrior that lives within. Today, I have a sweet human being, Dr. Kenzie Hank, and my friend that I'm going to get to interview and bring forth the wisdom that lives within this woman so that you guys not only better understand what her vantage point is in terms of wellness, but also we come away with some real ideas of what we could implement into our own lives as tools, as a preventative and predictive uh, method for our, you know, our optimal wellness. And so I'm super excited to have our guest, Dr. Kenzie on. And um, I would love, you know, we're, we're doing some big things too. So if you're in the Metro Detroit area in these coming months, you're going to definitely want to come hang out with us because we're doing your best friends get together. Oh yes, we are sisterhood circle. So we hope to have you, but first, uh, you know, Dr. Kenzie, I would love for you to introduce yourself, tell people a little bit about you. Definitely. Thanks so much for having me on today. I'm excited to share a little bit about what we do um, here in Michigan, but you know, what our overall mission is for just women and finding our voice and finding a way to empower ourselves to really like take our health to the next level and just, you know, be, be who we are and, and embrace that. So uh, my background, I'm a chiropractor. So, you know, I'm all about health and wellness and, you know, making sure our bodies are functioning at their best. Um, but, you know, when I got into this, I thought I was going to be working with athletes and, you know, I have a master's in sports rehab. So I thought I was going to go that route. Um, and then I got pregnant with our first baby and like my world went crazy, you know, um, and I really got to learn about women's health and, you know, um, just how we're treated through our childbearing years and what's to come next and, and what our children really need. So that's where I became really passionate about just helping women really understand how their bodies work, what our basic needs are, you know, as we're changing, as things are happening to us through life, um, and really how we really have to be our own advocate these days um, in the healthcare field uh, and just really learn about how we work and be able to stand up and speak for ourselves um, and make informed decisions. Oh, I got goosebumps all over like three times <laughs> while you were speaking. So I know it's divinely guided that we're here today. So tell everybody, how many kids do you have? Because I know you're like getting ready to leave for the longest period of time yeah. since you started child rearing. So how right. many kids do you have? What are their um, ages? <laughs> so I have four, uh, nine, seven, no, nine, six, three, and one and a half. So yeah. Yep. It's oh always an adventure it. at our house. <laughs> It's a beautiful adventure. You do it so wonderfully. And the what I also love is if you're a mama and you just heard this mama also stumble on the ages, you get it. You're like, oh yeah, there, there, there's something in there. I'm really close. I know it. And I also yeah. know it's your greatest joy. And you and your husband is also a fellow doctor as well. So you guys mm -hmm. have Transcendent uh, Center for, for Wellness. And yeah. I hope I said that all correctly because- Yeah, <laughs> Transcendent Family Wellness Center. <laughs> you got all the Thank main you. points I was like, in there. <laughs> I knew the key points, but I know that you guys are really bringing this and infiltrating it into the community. So because you and I, you know, me having recently and very transparently- especially in the beautiful audience that we have here that has been holding me up so incredibly uh, here and in our, you know, in our community as I walked through this last year of removing my breast implants and explanting. And you and I, you know, you obviously know, um, especially as I, you know, as a, a Reiki 2 energy, and I've been a chiropractic patient since my, my baby was brand new and she's now 19. So I wholeheartedly believe in this, this care model of prevention and alignment. And I also witnessed 
And it really, I, I'll be honest, it shocked me um, how much I had the awareness once removing my breast implants, how much they were suffocating my energy body, particularly in my heart chakra, and like how dull and really muted that had become for me. And people also, if you're following along the journey, they've seen that I do thermography. And many people have asked why, and I haven't actually shared on this podcast exactly why I was already getting thermography as a pathway of, you know, really observing my health and what became very apparent to me, the destruction that my implants were having on my health. So would you share with people, because I know thermography is something that's offered in your office. We're going to be talking about it when we have our get-togethers too. Tell people, like, what is the purpose? What does it What does it convey to us? Yeah, so thermography is a very different type of testing than most people are used to getting. You know, a lot of times we go to the doctor, we get an x-ray, we actually see what's present at that moment. You know, it's very about the anatomy, what's there. Um, we get blood work done. It's about what's happening in that moment. But with thermography, it's such a different type of diagnostic tool that can really look at how your body is functioning at any point in time. Um, it gives us such a great insight into the processes that are happening so we can see things as they're happening before they become something that we need an x-ray or a mammogram or an MRI or whatever to actually physically see. We can see those beginning processes taking place. Um, and so I think it's such a powerful tool to use. Like you said, you use it just kind of to track yourself as a preventative measure. You can see how your body's flowing through time. Um, how your energy is moving through your body, how your blood's flowing through your body, how your electrical system, which is your nervous system, how that's flowing. Um, we can really get some great insight. You know, we're obviously talking about breast health a lot, but we can see things all over the body um, that it really just gives us that window in what is happening right now. Where do we need to go with this? What is the possible outcome if it keeps going the way that we're seeing it trending now? Yeah. And, and so I'll add on to that as someone who I lost my grandmother to her fifth experience with breast cancer 20 years ago. Well, uh, just under that. So 18 years ago. And also my mom is a two-time cancer uh, thriver. And so she's experienced cancer twice. I also had um, skin cancer, but on my breast right mm -hmm. after I had my explant. And so when I share with people that I started thermography as a baseline, meaning that I knew mammograms would be pitched to me very quickly. You know, my mom had gone through even the genetic testing here at University of Michigan, a very well-known institution in, you know, in our United States and really globally. And so I knew that they would be attempting to get me to begin preventative mammograms early. And I really wanted to avoid that based on already having entered into this wellness warrior way of living. And so I wanted to create a baseline so that we could see systemically what may be happening. I really didn't know um, that, that implants had any relationship to being cancer-causing. I had zero awareness. I could say that very quickly I knew they were a foreign body that wasn't meant to be in my in my body. Um, but, yeah. you know, I really didn't know the, the degradation they could have on our health. So when someone is coming in and they're looking at their thermography, 
What is it when you're saying it could help? And again, you know, I'll, I'll say this every podcast episode. This isn't this isn't health advice. Yes, she may be a doctor, but she isn't your doctor. She doesn't have her eyes on your, uh, you know, on your bill of health. You haven't been into the office. And so this is a conversation between a wellness warrior and a health professional. And so seek out the health professional that you know, love, and trust. Dr. Kenzie is someone that I know is very aligned with my methodologies. And so I'm asking questions for our audience so that that we can continue learning and amplifying our understanding. So what are some of these, you know, things that you could, could be diagnostic that may turn the light bulb on? And what are some of the ways people could, you know, really reverse that experience? So I think you hit it on the head when you said, you know, I'm looking systemically at what's happening. When we go in as women, we go into our OB or whatever, and they're like, we're going to get a mammogram. We're really looking at a very small portion of the tissue that's playing a role in our overall health and, and what could happen, you know? So when we do thermography, we have the ability to look much deeper than just the breast tissue. We get to see the whole lymphatic system, how our oral health is draining into our lymphatic system that may be leading to our chest. You know, we can see up into the armpits. We can see so much more than just what a mammogram is. So it's not a lot of people hear thermography and think, oh, they're against mammograms, but they're just two completely different types of testing. So this really gives us that picture. Like I said, we can see so much more that's going on. We can see the whole body and how things are feeding into our breast tissue. And then the difference really is that we can find things a lot earlier with thermography. So with a mammogram, um, a tumor or a cyst or something that would show up would need to be like the size of a pea. And you're like, yeah, that's pretty small, whatever, but it takes like 10 years for cancer to grow into that size. So if we can see with thermography that, hey, this breast is pulling more blood supply than the other one, that's a hint to us that it's doing something abnormal, right? And then we can use those layers of testing, like looking at the blood work and seeing is there some systemic infection or inflammation or something that's contributing. We can look at those cancer markers like you talked about, um, and we can really then put a bigger picture together. And then we can monitor it in a way that's safe and effective, no radiation, non-invasive. Um, and really get to that bottom line a lot faster than waiting. Hey, let's wait 10 more years until we see it on, on a mammogram. Like why wait when we can just dive in now and really find out and, and change the course, right? Like that's our goal. Change the course to the better side, right? Yeah. And those are going to be through all different forms of recommendations based on what someone may be up against, what I would uh, imagine you would give as their protocol. And having been someone that has stepped away from many diagnoses, there are things that have really worked for me. And we are all bio-individual. And so it isn't one size fits everybody. It really is about you know, and this is what I, I love to circle back to what you said, which was that it's our opportunity. I'll, I'll reframe in that way. It's our opportunity to be our own advocates because we get to do this. We have a mouth. We have ears. There's so much information available to us now. This podcast being one small way in which you may think, hmm. And so, you know, share with people because one of the things, and, and again, this isn't a, um, we're not pitting them against each other. A, a mammogram is different than thermography. Right. <laughs> So it isn't that, you know, um, you're wrong if you do something. The, the important part here, I do know, and I know this because I did have such incredible pain. And in fact, the side of my breast where I have, um, I'm still experiencing deformity is the part, the only side of my breast that's ever been mammogrammed. And that's because I did have some pretty extenuating differences, um, you know, unilaterally in my thermography. And I was in such pain. 
And quite frankly, I was worried that for me that like there was something really significant happening and a, a healthcare practitioner. Essentially, you guys, I'm going to be really honest. If I had any hope that insurance would pay for my implants, I had to get a mammogram. And so this is the insurance game because, you know, my explant costs upward of $10,000 and that doesn't even count the time off work and the recovery and the massages afterwards and the juicing. Like that is literally just the surgeon cost. So I would love for you, you know, to share because I know there's some, uh, if you have had a mammogram within a certain amount of time, then you must wait to get your thermography because it can change change your outcome on some machines, maybe not all of those. So I would love for you just to explain to people, like, what do they do and how do they prep for something like thermography? Yeah. So for thermography, it's as simple as taking a picture like you would with a camera. So there's no, you know, I don't have to touch anybody when I take their pictures. I don't have to get up in their business. You know, I don't have to get uncomfortable. So there's no pain um, uh, from that standpoint. We do prep you um, with instructions about not taking hot showers beforehand, not putting any lotion and things on your body. Um, If we're doing your legs and stuff, we're not shaving our legs before, you know, any of those things that are going to cause heat, because that is ultimately what we're looking for, our different heat patterns. Um, But, you know, it's pretty easy to prep and prepare for as, you know, in comparison, you know, there's not a lot you have to do to prepare for a mammogram either. (laughs) Um, But it is nice to not have somebody have to like put their hands on you and put you in a machine and do all those things. So it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And so you pointed something out. So this is the evaluation of heat source. So it's going to be, we're detecting different things in the bodies. Can you just, you know, unpack that a little bit for the audience on on how it's discerning or why something would have a heat presence? Yeah. So everywhere in our body, you know, we're making heat, our blood supplies, you know, our blood is warm. It's carrying heat through our bodies in different patterns. Um, Our nervous system is electric in our body, carrying heat patterns. Um, The way our bones are moving, our joints are moving, they're going to create heat friction when they move. And then if we have inflammation that's sitting in them, we're going to see that because there's going to be more heat there because there's just more blood and more inflamed tissue. Um, We also look at the way blood is moving. So we're looking at the perfusion. We can even do um, a cardiovascular screening with it where we're looking at how the blood supply is going to the head and, and whatnot. So it's really looking at those inflammatory markers through the body. And then we're always getting a baseline. Like you said, you know, I had to get a baseline when I started. And then we just watch how it goes. Our, we shouldn't be having really new blood supply anywhere. Our body should stay the same. So if we see that one side is growing new blood supply and pooling more, that's our our kind of window of indication that something's going on that we need to dive deeper into. Oh, so brilliant. I like could envision every single one of my thermography appointments. And I will say again, only one unilateral mammogram and Mm -hmm. the comparison in terms of that is like the most challenging thing to do, maybe not showering in the morning, if that's something you do or not exercising (laughs) and then standing, you know, standing nudes for for one private person to take some pictures of you, which by the way, if you're a woman who has ever given birth, that doesn't even matter to you. And if you haven't given birth, it's okay. Men, uh, it's okay for there. That that's the worst thing you have, you know, you go through. And And I'm actually, the way we do it, I don't even actually see you. Oh, you're behind a curtain. You have your privacy. I try to make it as comfortable as we can because I know nobody really wants to pose for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I always say, I'm like, listen, if this is the pathway to healing. So if you see, let's use an example. If you see an area of the body, you can use any example that you, you'd you like. Um, and we'll end on this and, and really 
again, this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be unpacking more of how we can walk through and lifestyle changes and what does wellness mean and how do we love ourselves so much that we take care of our body. So two questions that I'll, I'll have you close with. One is, what is the recommended frequency that you would encourage someone in terms of after they get that baseline for repeating their thermography? And two, when you see that unilateral or new area of blood flow, and you could choose anybody as an example, what are like what's an example of something you would do to help that person uh, eradicate that and reverse that that situation? Definitely. So um, with thermography, you can do it as much or as little as you want to because again, it is non-invasive. There's no radiation. We typically, once we have that first um, first report, we like to see somebody. If we don't find anything abnormal, we're usually recommending about every year that we do those. Um, if we find something, then that's every three or six months, depending on the issue. So if we find something in the breast, the typical next thing would be we will send somebody out for an ultrasound. Um, and, you know, you talked about insurance earlier. It's kind of hard to deal with. Sometimes they're going to want that mammogram um, instead of the ultrasound. But we work with a great company called HerScan. Um, and they come and they do mobile ultrasound. So women don't have to go down that road, you know, if they've already had one and don't want to do another one yet. Um, you know, there are a lot of reasons for that. Um, so we can do the ultrasound. We can order an MRI even too, if we want to avoid that radiation. Um, and we just want to look. So we saw the heat pattern, but we need to see, is there something physically present yet? Is it to that point yet? Right. And that gives us that idea of how to go ahead and um, we don't really like say that we treat people. We're not treating anything. We're just helping the body function better. So those things, if it were the breast tissue, we're going to talk about those dietary things. What needs to change? The inflammation needs to change. We need to move that out. Do we need to do some cleansing and specific detoxes? So then we can talk about, you know, the household things that are contributing, all these other areas that contribute to our life, what we're putting on our body and stuff. You know, we really take a comprehensive view of all the things um, and then add that layer of spirituality on top of it, you know, when we're talking about the breast specifically, you know, there's a lot that goes into that, the woman that's taking care of everybody, that's putting everybody else first and not her. So we really have to talk about all those layers. And we like to put a nice plan together for people that's, you know, we can address these things in a way that feels good, in a way that makes sense for your lifestyle, um, and really help them. And then you know, we check again, we go back and we look again and we see what those changes were. Oh my goodness. Well, I feel as though you, sh you shared so beautifully exactly what I believe amplifying the wellness warrior within is intended to stand for, which is personalization. You know, I am a sovereign being and having someone who sees me as that sovereign being rather than like every other being and just wanting to treat me rather to help me get back in alignment. That has been something that has really, you know, again, been really profound for me. I'm someone who has received yearly and actually at times, even, you know, when, when something uh, that was looking a little more um, concerning came up, I was having them even more quickly than every year. And so that has been my, my tracking and my pathway. And really it was my last thermography when I saw it and it was no longer allowed to be ignored by me. I knew that if I chose to continue living with implants, that I was going to choose to continue dying. And I know we're all meeting our, you know, our, our end at some point, we do all have an expiration, but I knew that I was going to be accelerating that if I stayed implanted. 
So is there anything else you'd like to share? I know that we'll probably have you back more than once. And again, if you guys have questions that are listening, head on over, go to wellnesswarriorpodcast.com. You'll see a little microphone in the bottom right-hand corner. Leave a question. We'll put, we'll put it on an upcoming episode or we will, if they're for Dr. Kenzie specifically, maybe we'll do a live with her or we'll definitely yes. have her back on for another episode. So make sure, but anything you'd like to leave with our wellness warrior community. You know, it's so important for us to take control of our own health for ourselves, for the children that are coming up. The world's changing so much and we're so bombarded with things. The biggest, um, my biggest thing is just take a step. You know, you don't have to do everything all at once. You don't have to make some crazy change. Just learn about something new. And if it feels right for you, go dive in. Um, and you will set yourself on that trajectory to a healthier lifestyle, happier lifestyle, some freedom and some ultimately living in your purpose and loving yourself, right? That's what we all really want to feel. Our community is so blessed to have you, Dr. Kenzie. If you meet us, maybe you're meeting us every Wednesday, every Wellness Wednesday, where we meet every Wednesday at noon and we share a different topic. We, we cover a different topic. And so if you're ever in that room, in that conversation, then you already know this invitation. I'm going to invite you here to start that note in the note section of your phone, Wellness Warrior Note. And today, if you have yet to investigate thermography, today is the day. Let it meet your note. Let it be the thing in which you take that step forward as Dr. Kenzie has invited you to do. And again, Wellness Warriors, thank you for joining us for another episode. We absolutely love you. We're so excited to amplify alongside of you. And you guys, we have a self-love, our 60 days of self-love journal coming too. So it is launching. We are near our three-year anniversary coming up in mere weeks where we have been meeting five days a week for three years really, truly in community, shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow, centering on loving ourselves and loving ourselves so deeply that we take that step forward as Dr. Kenzie invited us to do. So if you want to add your name to the list so you get a special gift too, dailyselflovejournal.com, dailyselflovejournal. It will be in the notes. And that is going to be your companion in our daily self-love practice as we step forward and take these small steps in the direction of our wellness. Dr. Kenzie, again, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Love you so much, sweet friend, and can't wait to rock out these events with you. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. Talk to you soon. Bye, Warriors. Thank you.